Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Human Door, powered by Yasagara. This is your man, JT, and um, I'm here with my beautiful bride, wife, partner, <laughs> Shayna. Has no last name. She just goes by Shayna. It's like Prince. It's yeah, or, or Madonna. It's just <laughs> Shayna. <laughs> yes. Yes. Shayna. <laughs> All right, and today we have a special guest. Uh, Mr. Richard Samuels is in the house. Um, he's the man. He already told us that, so, no, you know. No, he didn't. I did. Oh, I did. You I said the right, man, right, the man, right. the, okay. the legend. My, the man, my the bad, myth, but, the legend. but I'm sure he's going to tell us that. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, also, last but not least, my man, JB, the producer. Live in the flesh. Good in the world here. where podcast needs producers. <laughs> we have out of the ashes, <laughs> JB. Man, I love that. I love that. <laughs> All right, man. It, man. It's a beautiful day out here, isn't it? It's it wonderful. It is. It's We're wonderful. out on the patio. Yes. Right. Nice Cosmo breeze. Nights. Yeah. Tell them where we at, babe, once again. We're on the patio <laughs> at Cosmo Nights. All right. 33rd. 33rd in Illinois. 333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310333310
but I'll start with uh, I am the uh, president and CEO of the Growing Indie Group. Uh, we provide education, uh, information, services, and training uh, to young men uh, 18 to 24 years old. Um, wow, recovery coach, um, just uh, a host of other things, but uh, you know, there's so much going on in our community right now, and, and I'm just really glad to have an organization that you know puts our best foot forward and just makes sure that we're providing uh, you know, great avenues for our young people to, um, okay. Really? Okay, Josh. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> um, but, you know, just really, um, glad to, um, be a part of an organization that, um, provides services for our young people. Um, you know, there's a lot going on out here. I mean, this, these murders are just, uh, it's just crazy well, out yeah, here, man. You yeah. know what I mean? It it's it's sad. Like, I don't, I just don't, I don't understand, but, you know, I'm just glad with what we do, what we provide, uh, as well as the other organizations that we partner with, uh, just trying to make a dent in what's going on in our society. Right, so, yeah. right. So what do you attest, you know, a lot of the violence to? <sighs> okay, so I'm going. I'm again, g- again, where do you start? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you know, there are a lot of factors, but because um, we could talk about poverty, we could talk about all of those things. But there has been a spike recently in um, what's going on in our city. And, and to be real honest, I mean, if we were keeping it 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Our show is about keeping it 100. So the one thing, do that. The one thing that you don't hear about that nobody's talking about is there's a drought in the drugs. Oh. There's a drought. And see, nobody's talking about that. They're mm-hmm. talking about, oh, well, they ain't got this and this is what's happening. Well, what's happening is the fact that there's a drought in the city of drugs, the people who are normally selling drugs to make their money and make mm-hmm. their living are now having to resort to other things. This is why you got these young people out here getting shot, you know what I mean, um, trying to rob places and doing different things like that mm-hmm. because they don't have product. Oh. You see what I'm saying? And, 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 and it, it doesn't make sense to maybe somebody who don't understand the right. streets, but if you understand the streets, you understand that when there's a drought, there's a lot of things that come with that. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as there's product out here to be sold, then people are kind of like, okay, everything's the way it's supposed to be. It's right. normal. But when you take something like that away, then the next thing that happens is just more like a domino effect. You know, well, we don't have anything to give. And the, the people who are usually using, mm-hmm. now they're looking for other means to get money or to get high or, or they're getting high. Right. And they're out here. Man, I seen a young lady the other day um, on Facebook Live, and I don't know if anybody else has saw this, but this lady was gone on Katie. And Katie is a, a drug that has all kind of rat poison and all kind of other stuff mixed in it. Okay. Uh, and, man, you know, she's out here, and it's pouring rain, and she's out here in the tube top and some shorts, you know. It was just sad to see. You know, yeah. there's, there's, right. there's so much pain going on in our community. There's so many people who are suffering, not only just poverty, but for other reasons as well. And it's just, it's just unfortunate. Um, I just would love to see our so-called leaders get a, a, a handle on this um, and try to do something to turn this around. You know, um, we, need some, we need our economy infused in the black community right you know right. we need more resources we need more money um i see a lot of things that are just cycles that keep repeating themselves mm-hmm. over and over and over again uh, i've talked to i've talked to josh at length about this you know um you can go five years 
all of these organizations that are getting all of this money, thousands, millions of dollars to supposedly fix the problems. And unfortunately, in 10 years, you've got the same problems going on. I can think back, I'm 60, so I can think back and go back 20 years. The same problems that we have in today. Right. You know, and so it's just sad. Um, and, and I just think that the, the money and the organizations that are getting the money are not doing what they need to do and putting the money where it needs to be. So, right. Yeah. It's almost a, a situation where, you know, you're happy that, you know, there is a, a, a drought with that particular product. But right. then now it's causing other things. There you go. To go on. So it's right. like, you, you know, what do you do? You know, uh, uh, is it the fact that because there's no product now, this is a good opportunity to get those individuals on the straight and narrow? Trying. Or, or just let them keep doing whatever it is that they do to, how do you say, um, um, suffice not having those, those drugs out there in, in the streets? Well, we deal with um, a lot of people who are in recovery as well as um, people who are coming out of reentry, coming out of the penitentiary, you know, and, um, you know, it's just really unfortunate um, the level of the lack of structure that's out here when people come home. Um, they're, they're coming out and they have nowhere to go. They, this housing is a really big issue, um, you know, because if a person has a place to lay their head, you know, it changes everything, mm -hmm. you know. Um, of course, a lot of people talk about unemployment, um, but I think that um, you can kind of wipe that off the table because there are jobs out here. Oh, you know, people, I, I people, drive past help wanted signs all the right. time. I can't understand why, you know, someone's not working. Right, right, it, because they don't want to. Right, it may, you know. it may not be what you want to do. Exactly. Um, but a paycheck is a paycheck. That's right, and, and jobs are out here. Right. Um, and so... It's just a matter, man. You know, there are just so many things going on simultaneously. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's not just one thing. It's the combination of things. It's right. just like, you know, it's not just poverty. It's it's the lack of fathers in the home and all of those type of things, mm -hmm. you know. And the, 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 um, the complement of all of that, you know, right. it just really makes it a, a bad situation for people. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. And I hope um, after this particular reset that I feel that this world is going through, yes, you yes. know, with, of course, COVID-19 and, and then the protesting and everything. Mm -hmm. I think this is an opportunity for the world to come to a clean slate and kind of start all over again. Um, I don't know if it's a drastic start over again, but I think some things are going to change and change for the better. What I like and what I'm seeing is that um, there are a lot of young people involved and what's going on, and not only that, but um, uh, the ethnicity. There's a mix, you know what I mean? It's not just, even though, you know, we're, 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 we're seem to concentrate on Black Lives Matter, there are a lot of people who are out here marching in the streets um, uh, of different races and ethnicities. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I'm just really glad to see that right. because I think that's a big part of it. I think that the old boy network is kind of, right. you know, you know, we're, they're outgrowing. They're yeah, being outgrowing. people are like actually fed up. That's like, right. Okay, this makes no sense. Right. You know, the, we have the, the right to be on this earth and, and make a living and do whatever it is have due process of the law, whatever the case may be, just like everyone else. And for it not to happen and to be shown that on TV by taking a man's life in this 2020. 
Yeah. This should not be happening. Still. Right. Yeah. This should not be happening. And and people of all uh, nationalities, all different walks of life, different religions, whatever the case may be, they are fed up. And uh, and it's showing. Well, I, and I also think that um, it's time, and it, like you say, the reset button being hit, uh, it's time for our leaders to start, you know, thinking differently. But see, that. Now, when you talk about leaders, what leaders are you talking about? Because the days of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X are gone. I'm gone. like, who steps up That's and, part of the and problem. becomes the, the, the voice of the African-American community? Because so far, all I'm hearing is LeBron James. Come on, man. He played basketball. Right. I mean, I get right. where he's coming from. And he has that platform. Mm-hmm. He has the, the, um, the cachet. Mm-hmm. Is that the word? That I'm looking for, you know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, he has that, you know, where he can put himself in that situation because he has the money, right? He has the platform, he has the power, Um, he has that, and so I understand that he's using that for good, and I applaud him, but he's playing ball, and his responsibility is going to be on that most of the time. So if we're going to have somebody on the front lines, they need to be there all the time. And and sometimes I don't think athletes and entertainers have that ability to do that. Well, they're not they're, they're not boots on the ground. Right, exactly. And and that's what we're missing, you know, from those days in those turbulent 60s when we had Martin Luther King and then we had Medgar Evers and we had um, Malcolm X and and those voices for our community. And at this point in time right now, we don't have that. Well, I think that we do have the ability to have many leaders in which all of us together have the opportunity to come and step forward. Right. Everyone, everyone has strapped up their boots. And Mm -hmm. now it's time for everyone to speak up. Instead instead Um, of looking on a larger level, national level, let's look in our neighborhood. So so we probably don't need that particular one figure to to rally us. Just like Shana said, maybe it's just a collective, you know, uh, uh, with all of us. We all should be leaders. Well, unfortunately, um, in in terms of talking about leaders, um, the media seems to want to delegate to say who our leaders are. And I think that that's where uh, the problems come in because you don't, you know, as the media, you don't really know what this person is doing. And if this person no. is actually making any headway in the community, uh, there have been several people who have been mentioned. Uh, of course, I will not uh, put any names out there. But the bottom line is, um, you know, too many times you will find um, leaders who are, simply an extension of the status quo mm-hmm. an extension of what's happening down in city hall and they're not in tune with what's really going on in the community uh boots on the ground like i say you know understanding the the drugs the poverty and all of the things that people are suffering with so, right, yeah. right you know last week we had the opportunity to talk to jeffrey tab and um dealing with um the veterans okay um, I'm a veteran, Navy veteran. Really? Oh, yeah? Okay. Okay. Proud Navy um, veteran. I had the opportunity to go to Martha's Vineyard this weekend, okay. so I got the opportunity to meet a lot of the seamen in okay. um, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and um, they had an actual Navy base there. Um, but 
I truly think that once we realize how valuable we are as a community, how valuable we are as um, you and I, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't think that we have to have um, the the platform or so-called platform anymore because every day is a platform for us. Anytime one of us just take the opportunity to speak up, or to um, reach out and grab someone's hand and show them something different. That's a platform in itself. And being able to identify people and congratulate, saying, you know, good job. You did that. Not and I'm able to, and it's not enough of that. Right. Mm-hmm. We're so quick to cancel people out. Always looking at the negative. Mm-hmm. Always. And then when we have the opportunity to speak up, I mean, I know that social media right now is not the best, you know, where a lot of negative energy is going through. There's a lot of positive as well. There's a lot of positive in which it has afforded us another platform um, to be on. And um, even though our young people are, um, how can I say, our young people are fearless. Yes. This generation, I know we as yeah, they're elders, in the trenches, man. I mean, truly, you know, we and they will, they're willing to sacrifice it all. Too. Yes, they right? are. Exactly, yes. they are in exactly. the trenches. So at first, I used to think, oh, they just don't care. They don't care. But it's they have a different thread. They have a different. They thread. think differently than right. we do. Yeah, mm-hmm. than yes. we do. Mm-hmm. And they're fearless. Yes. You know, it's unfortunate. Um, I have a, I have two boys, so it's like okay, I have to teach them how to survive. I can't just say, you know, well, they leaving out of the house and not worry about them coming back home, because I have to worry about that, and I have to worry about, you know, um, you can't wear this, you can't wear that. I remember back in the day, it used to be where. Um, the games it would be where you can't wear red and you can't wear blue something as simple as my child can't wear a hoodie right right mm-hmm. you know um, but at the same time if I sat when I had the opportunity to sit and listen to him he has much more going on in his mind than I think he has you would be surprised I mean and when I talk to these young people just I mean you, you hit the nail on the head right there because you think that they're just walking up and down the street, pants sagging. You right. Know what I mean, you, and you you stereotype them, and you think, mm-hmm. oh, they, he ain't got nothing to say. Right. He, he, ain't, got he ain't got on. nothing going on. And you'd be surprised when you sit down and really engage these young people. Um, um, with the organization that I work with, um, we we try to take them on different trips. And so, our last trip, we went to the African American Museum in uh, Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, just taking that time. We took them to a four-star restaurant and, you know, basically had an opportunity to introduce them to things that they had never been around. And to hear them and to, to see the wonder in their eyes and to really start listening to them and to recognize that I'm dealing with intellectuals. Right. I'm not dealing with guys that are illiterate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? These guys really have something on their mind and they're trying to share it. Right. And most of the time, People just don't take the time to right. listen. They don't give them that opportunity because of the visual. Right. They look at the hoodie. And, right. They know. look at them like, well, this. what does he have to say? Like, right. what does he know? You know, what can he say or do to enlighten me 
or how this experience is going to go when he's looking, you know, um, how they say, like like a common thug. But well, And that's what, that's what you see down, um, like, they have these terms of grassroots, mm-hmm. of course, grassroots organization, and they have grass tops. And the grass tops are those who are in the positions of leadership. Um, at some point, the grassroots and the grass tops have to come together because um, the grass tops are the people that are really getting the money uh, that can service the, the, the community, and they have the influence uh, that can make things happen, make changes happen. But if you don't include the grassroots people, the people, like I say, boots on the ground, mm-hmm. then there's always going to be that divide and there's always going to be that disconnect. Mm-hmm. And until we bring the young people to the table, it took me a long time to even understand what it meant to have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. And, and or, or you, that there was a table. Right. That there was a table to <laughs> exactly. even sit at. Right. You know, and because that's, those are the things that they don't want you to know. Because they don't really want to hear the input, mm-hmm. but but once once I recognized it, this is why I started. You know, a lot of people say, you know, uh, I'm not a Donald Trump supporter. The one thing that I learned when Donald Trump became president, I needed my own business mm-hmm. because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. And as a president, I knew that he was going to infuse businesses exactly. because that's what self. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So that's that's exactly. what he does. Right. And that's what he does. So and that's, that's what he brought to the table. That's Absolutely. What he does. And exactly. so it, you got to understand the trends mm-hmm. that are happening mm-hmm. in your community and mm-hmm. your society. And you've got to make mm-hmm. sure that you're ready mm-hmm. and prepared when that opportunity comes. Right. You have to be able to assimilate. Right. To wh- whoever's in office. Right. 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 You know, um, last week we were here and um, just listening to this patio and we have the opportunity to sit out here and do the broadcast out here. But um, I was listening to JB and I was listening to Mark and it's so much richness here. Right. You know, um, a lot of history. All right. A lot of times. I think back when my grandfather, and you know, that's when, you know, they would sit out and they would talk and it's always getting the child place and stay there. Mm-hmm. But you would sit there and you would listen. And of course, as a child, you didn't um, apply it. And then when you got older, you remember some of the things that they would say. Like my grandfather used to say all the time, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. That aha moment. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so when I was listening to JB and Mark and them talking, um, immediately in my mind, I need my son here. Right. I need my son here to hear. I need him to absorb at least so it can come back to him later on. Mm -hmm. And it would be, you know, well... Um, my son had the opportunity to get hold of that richness. Right. right. Mama, mama dragged me out here, and I didn't want to be out here, but I remember when Mama dragged mm-hmm. me out here, and da da da. And that's when the, the barbershop. It was last you Wednesday know, night. God. Yeah. yeah, we were here that last Wednesday night having the conversation with the guys, and it was raw. Mm-hmm. It really was. Um, I wish we had the opportunity to, to tape some of those conversations because it got real emotional. You know, we Very had a so. we had a young guy that came here that, that fit that description and he kind of blew people away with what he knew. Mm-hmm. You know, just like you said, 
people stereotyping and not giving him the opportunity to have a platform. Right. And then when he took advantage of that, he had some of the younger, well, the older gentlemen, I'm sorry, sitting back saying, oh, okay, yeah, all right, you know. So those are some of the things that we try to do in terms of um, uh, our organization, program. right. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things that, you know, we, we are thinking about now is trying to figure out how we can have this type of platform but just young people. Right. And let them exactly. share the, their thoughts and, mm-hmm. and about what's happening here, what's happening downtown, who's listening to them, who's not listening to them. Right. What do they think about that? Because we, we rarely ask them what they're thinking. Yes. Mm-hmm. You Most know, definitely. we just tell them, do this. Do, do this. this. Do just this. Just like be- my parents you know. did. It wasn't, you know, you do what I say. Well, why do you want? Because I said so. As I say, <laughs> look, and, and the it. sad part is, as I say, not as I do. Right. Because right. yeah, I, I thought so. I was supposed to be following your example. That, mm-hmm. that works like never. That, yeah. right. <laughs> right. Right. That was the answer to everything. Because I said so. so. Right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Because I'm the mama. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And we most definitely we talked about, you know, everyone's role, you know, um, and, and I have been at fault at this. You know, um, not allowing daddy to be father. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was raised as if he don't do, I have to do. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of times we block the father. We block the richness that a dad gives to his son, his daughter. I mean, um, I was a fatherless Am I saying it right? Yeah. yeah. Fatherless, Fatherless daughter. daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know that I would handle things better if I had that guidance. And it's the same with these young men. But we as women have to um, grab hold of the right now. And the right now is we have to let you in. We have to let you in and we have to um, allow you the opportunity because the government and everyone else teaches us that um, you don't need him. Right. But we need you more than ever. And that was the, some of the things that I picked up from Mark and from uh, JB. It's just understanding that everyone has a role. And right now, everyone's role is so important. important. It's so important. And that's why I think that it's not so much as LeBron James. I think that it's wonderful that LeBron James is showing that he can be the best father that he can be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Outside of the fact of him being the basketball player. But this man is always on point with making sure that his kids understand that I'm daddy. And the role that he plays. And that is what we need to do um, as women is to encourage our men. Encourage our men to communicate with our young men. You know, like I said, I have two boys, mm. and um, I know I need them to succeed, but I can only give them so much. Right. And that's where the old saying, it takes a village, it most definitely takes a village. Uh, my son's birthday was just uh, May 30th, and I contacted the gods, and I was like, can you give him a video and speak life into him? Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't about you giving him any money. Right. I don't need you to give him any money. At this point in time, my son is 16 years old. I need you to speak life into him. Give him some encouragement. Josh, John, I mean, everyone sent videos of 
affirmation, words of affirmation, what you can do. And he sat there and he listened to those videos. And um, right now he's working. Mm-hmm. And That's he's a proud of yes. himself. You know, I'm like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, William, you want me to fix you something to eat? And he's like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, oh, God, my child is going away. <laughs> he's getting old. He's getting old. One of the things also that um, um, whenever I get an opportunity um, to sit down with a young person, especially young black males, um, what I share with them is, you know, it's not just about being a man. And, mm-hmm. and you were talking about um, roles. Mm-hmm. And what I try to make them understand is that it's one thing to be a man, but you've got to understand that there are several roles that you have to play mm-hmm. as a man. Mm-hmm. I, I try to be the best son I can be. I try to be the best father I can be. I try to be the best uncle I can be. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you, as a man, we right. have so many different roles that right. we play. Mm-hmm. And we have to, um, one of the other things that, that is a big thing for me to teach is code switching. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to understand where you at. And how to carry yourself mm-hmm. uh, wherever you are. Wherever you are. Exactly. Uh, because those are the type of things that are going to save your life. Exactly. Um, if you find yourself in a situation with the police, you know, you have to make sure that you go home to your wife, your right. kids, or whatever. Exactly. That's what's most right. important. It's, it's not called about survival. You, right. It's not about you being a punk, you being mm-hmm. weak, or whatever. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is, it's. Um, I was watching a video the other day where they talked about. Um, when you're getting stopped by the police, it's like being behind enemy lines. Mm -hmm. And so that if you get captured, then what do you do? Right. Right. Name, rank, and serial number. You know, you don't be running off at the mouth at Mm -hmm. the enemy because they'll put a bullet in your head. You know what I'm saying? So you have to think in terms of, okay, we're at war to a certain extent. So if you get stopped, the main thing is to get back home Mm -hmm. to your family. And so you have to be, you know, that's why I try to teach respect. You know, I don't care what the situation is. Mm -hmm. If you're respectful all the way through, whether it's an argument, whether it's no matter what it is, um, you're going to find your way home. Mm -hmm. You know, where and and the only time that it turns ugly is when you turn ugly. Right. You know, so there's just so many things um, that um, our young people need to hear. Mm -hmm. And and I love the fact that you ask for videos. Mm -hmm. Those are the things. Those are lasting. That's something that he can replay. He can replay that over and over and over. over He may be having a bad day. Let me let me get some some uh, affirmation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I go back and hit replay on that video. You know, I mean, that's that's, that was a wonderful idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Like when he saw your video, he was like, Oh, that's y'all producer. I'm like, you don't know who that is. And he said, yeah, that's your producer. So it was cool that he was able to to recognize the people. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of these people knew him when he was um, just starting out playing football. Mm. So it was like, okay, um, just bouncing off. And he's sitting there and he's like, you know, he don't want me to see that he's getting sentimental. Right. Mm. Right. You know, because he was like, Dang, Mr. Mr. Um, Anthony Palm, remember me playing basketball? I mean, playing football, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just those things that will go with him. So I'm gonna take you somewhere else um, because I, I really enjoyed what you were saying about um, the role of black women. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, this is my wife back here, mm-hmm. and. Uh, your Hi, be- wife. You, so, your better half. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Better half. The best half. Listen, <laughs> trying to get her attention. So, <laughs> so 
Um, so Josh, of course, Josh knows my story, um, which I usually I rarely share anymore, um, but I'm going to share now. Okay. Uh, so having spent 26 years of my life in prison, okay, and coming home mm-hmm. and turning it around, trying to be the best man that I can possibly mm-hmm. be now, just to try to to show society that you know just because I was away that long right. mm-hmm. doesn't mean that. I'm a throwaway person right. at all. And, you know, and, and so, but what people don't hear enough about is them. Mm-hmm. The one that. That stuck by you. 27 years, hey. me and this one. Okay. okay. And, you know, you don't hear the stories about the women who have supported the guys in the struggle in order to make sure that I had everything I needed in order to stay confident mm-hmm. in order right. to come out here and reclaim yes. my manhood. Cause I gave it away when I, you know, when, when I went away, you right. know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but now coming home, it's like, baby, you know, don't just, you got just keep doing what you're doing. I, yep. I, I got you right. until you get there. Until you get there. Yes. Okay. So now I got her, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and, and making sure that I'm providing, being that provider and protector that I was, that I was, I was errant in being, um, same thing with my daughter and my son. Mm-hmm. You know, it took a lot for me to re-engage with them mm-hmm. and to, because, oh, they was mad. Oh, I'm you sure know, they, they were. Had, they had you know, you, yeah, you were, um, like, not in their life for I was like, a long period of time. Why are you mad at me? And I didn't really do nothing. And then when I got the understanding that, well, you wasn't there. You wasn't and there. there were things that were happening to me that I felt like you could have stopped right. had you been here. Have you been there? And so once I got that understanding and I recognized, wow. You know, I missed out on a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so now, you know, it's not a matter of making it up, but it's a matter of, okay, now that you know right. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. It's one thing when you don't know. Exactly. Once you know what's right and what's wrong, you now have a choice right. to make. And so that's why now I've chosen to go the path that I have and trying to be the best father, the best dad. And, you know, mm-hmm. my mom missed me because I was gone. You know, right. my, my nieces and nephews missed me because I was gone. So that's right. why I look at all the different roles that a man plays mm-hmm. in the life, especially our black families. Yes. Because the fact that our black families have been dispersed, mm-hmm. it has taken a lot out of us. Right. Exactly. And so now we're kind of like, um, divide and conquer yeah. mm-hmm. and so you know we've got to bring these black family units back together mm-hmm. and then allow those families to come together collectively exactly. so that we can do our thing yeah. in this community. Exactly. You, you affect a lot of people because of your absence yes you know and and that's unfortunate and it does break down a, a lot of uh, uh, black families yes, you know, having that father figure you know put absent. away absent yeah. you know because you, like you said you missed a lot of things you missed you know maybe your your daughter's first date or sweet 16 or, or right you know or, those rituals or your son you know his his first little whisker like right. oh, what right, i need right. to do how am i gonna shave this or whatever with the grain or against the grain exactly Dad. those are the things that they you know they want to have that memory and that's the memory that you wanted to have right right you know and, one of the things that i had the opportunity um, I've experienced having a loved one in prison. Mm-hmm. I've experienced having a father not in prison and still not doing it. Come on now. So it they create their own prison. Mm-hmm. So when you sit up and be quick to say, you know, well, oh, he wasn't there because he was in prison. Mm-hmm. But you wasn't there and you wasn't right and there. You, you were right there. Right. So... Most definitely, I know it's hard, and I commend you. I know it's hard when 
that transition comes about and our kids don't understand the transition. Right. It's not so much as the crime that was committed. It is how you recover, how you recover in their life. Because a lot of times we end up taking our loved ones with us to prison. That's right. And like I said, you have a lot of men that are not present and not in prison. Right. It's how you recover. And just being able to look your child in the face and say, hey, I'm here now. That's right. Let's make it. And that relationship goes so much farther. I, and the respect yes, mm, is yes. so much Greater, more. Absolutely. Oh, my God, the respect. Um, my son had the opportunity, unfortunately, um, his stepdad passed. Mm. Uh, his stepdad had went to prison. And he always told William, he said, you know, you're my better me. And he was killed. Um, and William went through his phase because, you know, I have my father. My father is here, mm -hmm. breathing. But my father wasn't present. This man was present. It doesn't make a, a difference where you've been. It's how you're going day by day, enriching these kids' lives, enriching your wife's life. Absolutely. You know, um, she put things on hold. Everything. Everything on hold while she had to make sure that she was able to fill your shoes mm -hmm. while she did what she needed to do to make sure that her family was kept together until you came home. Then when you came home, now. What you going to do? What you going to do? Mm-hmm. And welcome back. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's it. And, you know, and, and, you know, God has blessed us with the opportunity to choose. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we choose our paths. And sometimes we make mistakes. Yeah. When we, the choices that we make. And, yeah. and irregardless as to why you make the choices that you make, sometimes it's a good choice and sometimes it's a bad choice. Mm -hmm. But even when you make bad choices, just like you said, um, it's what you do after that mistake is made. Right. Yeah. Um, because you can always make adjustments, mm -hmm. and that's what I share with our young people. Right. As well. So is the learning, uh, yes. uh, you know, a learning experience. No matter if you make good decision or bad decision, mm -hmm. um, it's just an opportunity uh, to know what to do the next time. Right. That's basically all it is, and, and you go through life like that. You know, no one has a playbook on what to do correctly all the time. It's impossible. I'm, I'm glad to see you guys <laughs> out here doing this. I mean, you know, I just think that this is wonderful, which is why I agreed to come uh, and speak. Uh, you know, Josh, you know, he didn't twist my arm uh, that hard. but I'm glad um, he didn't you know. have to do that, man, because you're welcome <laughs> uh, back anytime. Listen, you know, I, I tell you, um, you know, platforms like this are definitely necessary. Uh, opportunities to just hear about the things that are going on in our community and how we can fix them and what people are thinking you know, whether it be black, white, you know, brown, what have you, um, you know, and that's another thing, you know, I think that, you know, we need to stop thinking in terms of ethnicities and mm -hmm. races, and we just need to start thinking about people, right? you know, right. because everybody's hurting, you know, right. a lot of people think that um, it's just a black and brown issue in terms of, you know, uh, uh, the, the prisons and, and the, where people are. 
you know, as far as mistakes being it's, made it's, and all it's of that. It's a human issue. But it's a like, human issue. Like I said on, on our last show, there's only one race, right. and it's the, the human, human race. race. Absolutely. And in the human race, you have different cultures, and that's all it is. Right. Just you like know? different religions. A- exactly. Yes. So once we get to under fully understand that, that we are all in this together, it, it, it'll be a better place. I'd like to see that. And that's the thing. It's like we we already always want to designate who's our leader or who's this that and the other and it's like why don't we just all come together right. to we the should table? even have to have this, this conversation you know what and i mean you know, right you, know, if you like, really think about it why are we even having conversations <laughs> about race relations that should even be a, a, a topic of discussion because we all should be equal period right. period like i don't even it's, it's just over my head to to listen to people say well this this situation is going to be hard to fix and how is it so hard to fix just love I everybody. I want the same thing that you want. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? And and love is, you know. Just love everybody, man. It's, it's, like, how hard could that be? I think that I think the difficulty comes in with opportunity. And with the inequality comes in with opportunity. And when when you're limited in your opportunities as to, because that's another thing with, with the young people that I deal with. All they want is the opportunity to take care of their families. Right. You know, you, you got... And, you know, and that's what everybody wants in this world. You know, I, we I all want my want kids the to be all right. I want my mom to be family. all right. You know, I want everybody in the family to be all right. So, And it's like you say, it's a human issue. Right. That's all it is. What do you think over there, JB? You're so, Man, you're so I, quiet. I, I, I just love seeing, <laughs> seeing three people that I respect so much <laughs> coming together and having a great conversation, man. This guy, man. Yeah. This is this is one of the really, really good people that oh, I know man, in Josh my life. Josh is awesome, man. man. He never we talks enough about would, himself exactly. and all the but things that he does. we know what he does. Absolutely. We know exactly Because what he, he does. always moves. The way he moves, he moves behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And he, he uplifts so many other individuals and right. allows them to have platforms to share the things that are on their mind right and too often we don't get the opportunity to dwell on who's uplifting right us. who's uplifting you who's know? giving us that opportunity that's right you know who's giving us the platform and um and and josh gave us this platform i, I remember when i first met him um we were over at the, the refinery studios and, and i sat on um, a podcast of a friend of mine, Mr. George Middleton, mm-hmm. and, um, and know I, Mr. Middleton well. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and um, and Josh asked me. He said, "Well, well, what is it that you do?" And and I talked to him about the the cigars, uh, the the company that my wife and I we have together. So he's like, "Well, how can we incorporate what you guys do to that's Josh to bring the community together?" That's right, and I'm like. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Let's put our heads but together. Let's figure, Let's it, figure out. it out. You know, like that. And so we came up with the idea of uh, of having a nice podcast where we could talk about cigars and also uh, talk about what's going on in the community, bringing uh, individuals such as yourself um, that have things going on that um, uh, that have the ability to to reach other individuals um, to to grow and strengthen communities. Uh, by programs and things that you're involved in, and with like, that, like what you were saying. With that being said, I mean, you know, I have been, I've been really, really blessed uh, here recently um, with, uh, and, and it was a struggle to get my not-for-profit off the ground. Mm-hmm. I finally got approved to be a 501c3, uh, the Growing Indie Group, and, um, you know, um, I just sat down with Regions Bank, uh, Chase Bank, uh, quite a, a few other organizations that are uh, looking to get behind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been watching me work 
for the land. That's another thing, you know. I always try to let people know, hey, just keep doing what you're doing. Oh, people you are watching. Have to say, exactly. You don't have people to say anything. People are watching. People, not only are people watching, mm -hmm. but people are taking notes. Right. And they're trying to see who's doing what. Right. And, uh, uh, and how, we, how can we be affiliated with this That's individual? Right. And, you know, uh, <laughs> CICF right. uh, took a, uh, an interest in us and said, well, um, we're going to see how we can help you. Mm -hmm. um, Lisk, the Lisk Foundation, um, uh, and and really the key has been for our organization to be. We've we've been just amazingly successful right. with the young people that we work with, and what has happened is people are beginning to recognize that. Oh wait a minute, they did this. Oh oh oh, you were a part of that. Uh, you know because we've what we do is collaborate, mm -hmm. and we don't do anything alone. You won't hear growing indie by itself. It's always going to be growing in the employee, right. boys and girls club, uh, cafe, you know, all of the uh, those uh, places like that, re, um, recycle force, all of the key players uh, in the community that are really reaching out mm -hmm. and, and providing platforms for our young people. And uh, it's just amazing. It is. It's um, fantastic. You know, and, and then we get people like Josh Bach and Harrison Painter that gives people like us the opportunity to have a platform and to have a show and to have people like yourself come on and let the world know what is going on. And um, we definitely appreciate that, you know, from you guys, uh, because you you guys are the backbone, you know, of community outreach. I don't know if you know how important that is. Almost yeah. definitely. Well, it, the way I look at it, and Harrison does as well, you're the backbone, and we're just helping to give <laughs> voice, right, and amplify it. And yeah. that's what it's all about. Right, right. So, 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 have you shared um, the the not for profit dream of three one seven collaborate three one seven and all of that um, in in your endeavors as far as since you've been here talking about that here on this platform? Y y yes, mm -hmm. yeah, because it really comes down to it takes it takes so many of us in all different areas. There's not just one area of focus in order to right. help build community and and to unite and make difference. And there's all different areas of focus, and, and, and that's the beauty of it. If we find the people like yourselves that, that are digging in deep and doing good for the right reasons, let's figure out a way to work together and to pull our resources and tools together yes. and, and make it happen. Most definitely. This man is just, uh, yeah. his, his visions have been uh, so wonderful. And I, I just, you know, Josh is a great teacher. Oh, and that's yeah. something that he doesn't seem to embrace enough. Mm -hmm. But that's that's his thing. You know, he so humble. Yeah, he really is. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, being a part of that uh, uh, Collaborate 317 where I got an opportunity to sit back and, and really just watch. Um, a lot of people in the community uh, come together. I mean, we were going all the way out to Mount Comfort, you know, and that's a long, every, what was it, Saturdays? Yeah, every Saturday, uh, <laughs> four, four hours every right. Saturday you know, for nine months. That's a commitment, wow, yeah, you know what I mean? That is and, a commitment. And to take that trip, but we were around such powerful individuals, you know, people that, that you know, you get the, the, the team makes the dream work. You know what I mean? The team works, makes the dream work. And this is yes, what they instilled does. in us. They op always showed us, gave us opportunities to, to practice our what, elevator speeches and all of those right. things. And th those four hours were, 
were, were lessons, you know what I mean? And, and I remember all of them. And, you know, uh, it has allowed me to uh, raise to the levels of success that I've been able to do. Um, but this man here, him, Harrison Painter. Um, Charles Gwynn. Charles, oh, man, Mike. <laughs> we can't forget our buddy Charles. I, I, I had a great conversation with him by, today, by the way. Oh, today? He's doing good, man. Good, good, yeah. good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, Charles, man, he's, oh, man, he's just a, a piece of work, man, and, and love him to death. Uh, as well as, you know, all of those entities, uh, because there are a lot of those, the, um, Renita Hills, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? There are just so many people that I could go down the list that um, I'm glad that our community has um, given them an opportunity to be who they are, and they're just growing. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just wonderful that you provide this platform. Well, one of the things that I envy with Josh is his daughters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> My girls. Let me tell you something. All of them. <laughs> they off the hook. Those girls are, they're going to be amazing, Josh. They're going to be. And they're all daddy's girls. Yeah, all daddy's girls. Exactly. Yes. That was the thing. It was like, because, um, you know, our show is not uh, child friendly. Right. So, uh, most definitely, um, I saw and had the opportunity to watch you work That's, with them. There you go. You got to see it. Yeah. got to see it. And I was like, look at that. Oh, oh, Josh. I have to call him daddy now. <laughs> daddy Josh. You got, listen, you got to see Josh trying to trying to braid hair. <laughs> no. no, that's my wife's job. They, uh, they, don't, they don't want right. daddy to do Know your role, wife. man. <laughs> know your role. Stay in, Stay your, in lane. your lane. Oh, man. Take Tate has all daughters. All look. And he look, has braided hair. I, I am the the uh, the ultimate uh, girl dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to take some lessons I, on I have, that then. Look, here's the thing. Three daughters, okay, and each one of those daughters have daughters or getting ready to have a daughter. So I have three daughters, and I'm going to have three granddaughters. Oh, yeah. So I'm like a girl dad to, like, the third power. Like, there's nobody that's more girl dad than me. Lots of estrogen. Right. And I'm like, it's the, it's the, the, the greatest feeling to have daughters. It really is. At first, it was like, man, am I getting punished? Did I do something wrong back right, in the right. day? I can't have a son. But then I'm but like, yeah, I wouldn't want him to be like Sons don't me. love you like the daughters love you. You know, when your I would, dad I wouldn't want him to, that relationship, man. You know, I, I, I wouldn't want him to be like me. So I'm, my, my girls are my world. My, my granddaughters are too, you know. Um, it's, it's a blessing. There's yeah. nothing like having daughters. I, didn't I wouldn't realize, change it. I didn't realize how much I missed I wouldn't until change I came it. back and got it right. Mm-hmm. And now it's like I wouldn't trade it for anything in oh, the world. Oh, no. The, 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 no way. The connection that we have and it's just uh you know whenever it's like you know you 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 just i melt you know me and you know my daughter's 30 now and it's like every time i see her it's like oh yeah the, yeah yeah whatever the, right you know the, what I mean? yeah, like, the sucker meter goes all the way all the way because <laughs> because it happens to me all the time my sucker meter go right to the red boom i had to stop myself right, because i was go. about to grab my phone and say see, see? <laughs> <laughs> you should always Absolutely. always show always oh show. yeah I, I try to put up a fight I, I try to you know especially when they ask for some certain things that i feel that they shouldn't have to ask me for right 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 you know Especially when they have men in their life, 
That's okay. a, that's another story for oh, another man. day. Yeah, we don't want to go there. But but that sucker Sweetie, meter. Do you really uh, do you understand that he ain't really doing what he <laughs> right? To be because doing? you should not be asking <laughs> me. me. Right, right. <laughs> so, but it is what it is. I end up giving it anyway. So, hey. But like I said, I wouldn't change it for the for the world at all. Yeah, man. So um, you know. We forgot to mention what we were smoking. <laughs> there you go. And because what we this, were smoking. Because, this, <laughs> because our, our show is like based, you know, on cigars because us having a um, cigar company by the name of Yas Cigar once again. Yes. Yes. Yas Cigar. And um, normally I would come in and say, hey, you know, we are smoking this for the day, this, that, and the other. But, man, since you got on the microphone uh, Richard, we were just like enamored with whatever you had to say, and my cigar just went like right over my head. It's just, well, I'm, I appreciate that. I'm blaming that all on you, I, I, and I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that. You know, I just really appreciate you guys um, allowing me to to come and, and to share some of my thoughts. Um, but you know, and and I'm watching you guys smoke these cigars. Okay, a lot of my friends uh, smoke cigars. All right, um, I don't smoke. But okay, I. Stay around people who right. smoke cigars because they just seem so mellow. Oh, they are. <laughs> you know? Like yeah, right that's now, what the cigar does it. It, it, sits it mellows you, down you out. And, um, that's the best conversation. Yeah, we yep. every every time we get together, it's usually a four hour. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. no less than that. Right. You right. know because it takes a minute. For the, you know what I mean? Right. And then they're, go, they're going to usually go in at least twice. Right. Yeah. You know, and then they're going to at least do like three or four drinks while they're doing mm-hmm. their cigars. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah we have great conversations. Right. And that's what these things do. You know, like um, Shana said, they sit you down. And then once you sit down at a table with different individuals, then that's when the magic starts right. because you have that conversation. And then now I get to know a little bit about you. You get to know about me. Get to know about her, whoever's at the table, and then we sit up here, we smoke cigars, and we fix the world's problems. Yes. But we also find out that we are probably more more alike, more than alike we are than different. we are different. Oh, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah so we're all going through something, right? So mm-hmm. I'm up here enjoying my my Jaime Garcia, and I have a tabac. A tabac by Drew Estate. By Drew Estate. So Thank can you. I ask? Yeah. Um, uh, what's the difference? Well, this one right here that I'm smoking is uh, it's called a uh, Jaime Garcia. Uh, it's by a company by the name of My Father's. Uh, the cigar itself is made with a Nicaraguan tobacco. Okay. Uh, the um, the binder and the filler is Nicaraguan, and the the wrapper, which is this part here that you see, the mm-hmm. aesthetic part of it. Right. This is made out of a Connecticut broadleaf, which is a Maduro. So this is more like a full body cigar. So. If you were smoking a cigar for the first time, I would not give you this. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so because I like the smell of that one. Yeah. Yes. Now that one right there that Shane is smoking, that's a tabac, um, a tabac special. That's by Drew Estate, um, who kind of like cornered the market in a lot of infused cigars. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is more uh, infused with more like of, uh, I would say. Mm, like a creamy coffee. a creamy coffee mm-hmm. okay. almost like a vanilla latte type taste oh, to it okay um that's infused on the tobacco and i think you were drinking you was drinking tequila with that right i was 1800 i'm not a tequila person so if i was to start where would you what would you suggest as a starting now start? first of all 
I would ask your wife, is it okay for us to start you smoking cigars? Because I'm not just going to do that. Hey, hey, she's only 12 feet away. I heard that back there, too. She only like, she's like in punching distance. I'm not going out like that. I think it's okay. okay. Well, first, I would start you out with probably um, a small cigar and maybe like a Connecticut wrap, which is something more milder. Mm -hmm. Um, You really don't need anything, a full body or a medium until you start to develop a palate and right. then you start to develop you know the taste for the tobacco because if you're not used to it it's going to be like ah, what right. am I doing right, right, right. Um, and you and, don't inhale and, right and you don't inhale the cigar of course so I would say something for you would be like a Connecticut maybe a Corona size or maybe a Petit Corona something real small to get you started because the bigger the cigar is the, the more time that you have to uh, uh you, you have to smoke it. And I don't know if you have that much time that you want to sit down and, and try to finish a big cigar. You know you know what I mean? And you might not like it. And you don't want to waste any, like, 10, 15 bucks or whatever on a cigar, that you, and you're gonna, not going to finish it. Right. You know? So I would start it's out with something. That, that you wasted. We don't want you to waste it. No, we don't want you to do <laughs> that. But... Going well, respect for the right. product. Yes, respect well, the product. No, not <laughs> even respect for the product. Respect for your wallet. <laughs> so, because you don't want to just go around just throw like uh, I don't like this fifteen dollars. I don't like right. this fifteen dollars. Until you figure out what you like. Right. right. That's that's thirty dollars and two cigars in the trash. <laughs> so 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 John, this this was the cigar last week. I saved yeah, it for this. Yeah, you week. are smoking the ALR, the Rocky Patel. ALR. So so yeah. I know that that Shana. Weren't, you weren't very impressed with it, no. but what? And I didn't have very high hopes for it, mm-hmm. so maybe that maybe that is, I equates do to that. it. But I will say maybe it was good because I enjoyed right. every yeah. bit of it. Right. Really? Yes. See, and, and that's because people have different uh, palates. Mm-hmm. You, your taste buds are different, yeah. even though they may be located at the same part of your tongue. But your but sometimes your uh, your taste buds pick up different flavors, either. You might pick up something that I don't, or you might pick the same flavor up as a stronger, mm-hmm. you know, uh, um, p- portion yeah, of the flavor than I do. Yeah, my pull may be, right. you know, stronger than yours. So, so yeah. So this would be more of a full body. That's a full yes, body cigar that you smoke. And I was impressed because I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been, I've smoked a lot of the mild. The milder. But I right. really enjoyed this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So, a- so, a- a- ALR. So how does, so how does the drink balance it? Oh, that's Uh-oh. a good question. Pair it out, baby. Pair it out. <laughs> now, there's there's a rule. Now, first of all, let me just you know put a disclaimer out there. Um, you smoke what you like, you drink what you like. That's the disclaimer. But there are a rule of thumb. Um, whiskeys and bourbons and scotches really go best with cigars. Yes. Now, there are some people that, that smoke a cigar with, with vodka, some with like the mixed fruity, free, uh, you know, fruity drinks or whatever. I mean, that's great. If that's what they enjoy, that's what they enjoy. Or beer. Or, or beer. Yep, yeah, there's some cigars that go great, great with beer. Great with beers, yeah. You know? Uh, but it's all a person's, it's your personal preference. Uh, mm-hmm. Me, I like a nice bourbon with, with everything I smoke. Now, there's a couple cigars that I can only, that I love with scotch that I don't drink scotch with other cigars. But okay. that's just how I develop the palate. And, and that particular alcohol pulls out. Uh, different notes right. of different cigars, um, I would say, for, for different people. You know what I mean? But like I said, smoke what you like, drink what you like, as long I'm, as you're happy. I've always been impressed um, when I see a woman smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. And so what does that 
in terms of being a woman and smoking a cigar, what do you, how, how did you come to start doing that? Or Meditation. Okay. Well, well, let me tell you something real quick before she get into that. <laughs> let me tell you. What I tell people is that people, you, women smoke cigarettes, don't they? This is true. So why can't they smoke cigars? And it's not that they can't. I'm, like I said, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm always impressed. And, and what it is is because smoking cigars was always looked at as a male-dominant you know, uh, activity. It's not as common. It, it's not right. as common. It's becoming right. more common. But, it's, right. but, but if you think about it, really, the best cigar rollers are women. Okay. If you ever have the opportunity, you can go on YouTube and you can look at you, uh, cigar rolling. And you see all these Cuban women or, or, or Hispanic women or wherever they're from, those countries, and they all sit in these warehouses and they roll cigars handmade. Women roll the best cigars, hmm. so why aren't they able to smoke them? And sometimes you see them with the one in their mouth and they're rolling. <laughs> you know? So why is it male-dominated? I don't know. I didn't make that rule. That's, but. About, that's, about, the, that's about the change. <laughs> I didn't so, make that so, rule. So back to the meditation me? portion yeah. of it. All right. Now that I can go ahead and get my description. All right. Get, get, get the meditation on. Now. Back to the meditation. A lot of times um, when I have the opportunity to smoke a cigar, I'm able to meditate. Um, not only do um, the bourbons and the scotches and all that, um, a lot of my girlfriends and I, we drink coffee. Coffee is so enticing with a, a cigar. good cigar. Oh, yes. Especially in the morning, nothing better. And to throw a plug in, Ya Cigar will be having their their coffee brand coming out this year. Thank you very much. Okay, but anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, I, I've already heard the rumor. Yes, Get that plug yes. in. Yes. So, um, but I do. I like um, Apple Crown. I like, um, I like a lot of uh, different cognacs. Um, and that's one that you didn't mention was a cognac because I love um, Cavassier mm -hmm. and a cigar mm. will sit me down and I'm not racing. Right. You know, um, because I have so much going on and I'm always in a race mode. When I have the opportunity to sit down and take in a cigar, even the conversation is different. A lot of times when I sit down with my lady friends and uh, we're talking, we're not talking about what the kids did. We're not talking about what you did. Mm -hmm. The conversation is more of enriching us right. and how we feel at that moment. Hmm. Um, so I take advantage of when That's I have the stuff. opportunity to... Uh, smoke, so it's not always about you mm. and them. <laughs> that them, wouldn't be a long kids. conversation, right. anyway. <laughs> and then, just in case you don't know, when she was pointing, it was pointing towards John. Yes, that wouldn't be a long John. conversation, yes. anyway. Uh, I would hope you're not spending your time talking about yes, me. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting an education. Now, now I appreciate when we, it. When we put the cigar out. Then we talking about you. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's how that goes. So I'm not going to waste what he my did 15, and didn't $20 do, right. cigar. I'm sure there's other you. interesting topics yes. than me. But um, <laughs> most definitely, um, and just 
refreshing back to uh, about children. Um, one of the things that I wanted to say to you, as I had to say to my nephew and um, my children, you don't come with manuals. That's right. So when you uh, come back to the table or just coming to the table daily and you've been there every day. The children need to understand you don't come with manuals. So it's not a get right. I'm learning with you as we go. You're dealing with a human being that um, was given to you. God blessed you with this person. But at the same time, it does not come with a card that says, now on Monday, right. you right. do, do this. this. Right, right, right. You right. know, of course our kids sit up and say, oh, you make me sick because you just, and you ain't doing this for me and you're not doing that for me. But at the end of the day, baby, you didn't come with a man. Mm. But like I you said, say. like you said earlier, um, I think that it's a blessing mm-hmm. that they get an opportunity that once they grow, that they recognize the the knowledge that you've dropped on them for year after year yeah. after year and, and they're like I ain't trying to hear that and then they find themselves in a situation where they're like mama told me yeah you know uh, or, or daddy told me right. that this mm-hmm. was gonna happen right. you know what I mean and and, it, and then it all makes sense mm-hmm. right. you know what I mean right. And right. it's like you know trying to tell young people um, that they are in the wrong crowd yeah and it's like. Well, how can you explain to them mm-hmm. that the individuals that are around you can affect you? Mm-hmm. You know, because you think you're yeah. an individual. Mm-hmm. And so, well, this is what I'm doing. But you got to understand that the people that you associate with, mm-hmm. they may not be intentionally trying to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Right. But the bottom line is, you know, if they yeah. go down the wrong path, then you may find yourself considering that right. as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important that it you is. know where the mindset is of the individuals that you associate with. Right. So it's just it's just a lot of it, uh, things, like you said, you know, there's no manual. And so mm-hmm. you have to learn this as you go. And, and it's just, uh, it's scary. It is. You know, it's mm-hmm. scary out here. And um, for those of us who have been blessed to, to still be alive and kicking, right. you know, mm-hmm. I think we have a responsibility to make sure that we um, share the right type of messages with mm-hmm. our young people because, of course, it's the human race. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's just really important to make sure that um, our young people are getting the right type of examples to follow. Right, right. And so that's, you know, basically every day that I wake up, I'm like, you know, okay, how can I, you know, pour into someone today in a exactly. way that's going to affect them maybe in five or ten years? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times you don't really see the the product of your work immediately no you're you know not going I mean? to and you're not you know Forever. exactly sometimes you never you have to accept that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you have to go about your work but you know it's in, working oh because every day i say how can i be an example right and mm-hmm. so am i living my life yeah. mm-hmm. in a way that someone can look and say I want to be like that right or, i want to do my do this like that yeah and so every day i'm like okay god am i getting this right yeah. You know what I mean? And, and talking to guys like, hey, you know, look, you know I'm trying. You know, you, come on now, man. You know, you know, you, you know my heart better <laughs> right. than anybody else. Right. You know what I mean? And so being able to be that example and being able to be in a position to have a platform to pour into our young people is just, is just phenomenal for me. Uh, with all of the things that um, I have done and dealt with, I'm just really, really blessed and feel blessed that um, I have this opportunity and, and really taking full advantage of it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, awesome. And, uh, and teaching our kids to 
identify their blessing. Yes. A lot of times they don't take their blessing and and recognize it, you know. Um, as a blessing. As a blessing, yes. you know. And Josh, Josh and Harrison, what I like about them is they hold your hand and you walk with them. No they big eyes and no little yous. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. And so... Um, that is the thing that I'm trying to get my son to understand. When a person literally comes up to you and holds your hand and walk you with them, mm-hmm. it's not it's no question. That's trust. There you go. And when you learn the understanding of trust and understand your blessings, you can't do nothing but win. That's right. Period. That's right. Yeah. So I'm done. I have to. Uh, <laughs> pull on my cigar now. Oh, that's okay. But um, I, I definitely agree, you know, with everything you said. And um, w- especially when you talked about um, how your father would say, you know, these individuals, you don't want to be around these right. particular individuals. Because my dad was the same way and he was good at it. Mm-hmm. And I could not understand. Oh, why are you talking about my friend like that, right, dad? Right, right, that's right. That's my boy. You know, right, you can't right. be talking about it. Got my chest. You don't all really out. know him. You don't know him like that. <laughs> like, and he would sit me down and he'd say, "Look, him. This is gonna happen to him. That's gonna happen to him. This gonna happen to him." And I'm like, "You don't know what you're talking about." And guess what? It did. <laughs> it did. And you know, and one thing that my dad used to say, and he said, "Look here." If you hang around nine knuckleheads, you'll be the tenth. Come on now, <laughs> and I think that I think that that's why you know we've been placed here. That you know we are the manual, right? Mm-hmm. You know we're the manual. You know our experiences, you know good and bad, are what our young people are looking at. It's like okay, and that's why I say, man, we just really don't give our young people enough credit because. Not enough. You know, the manual that we've become is one thing, but then we have to understand that they bring something completely different to the yes. table. Yeah. You know, and we've got to be able to respect that their future. You know what I mean? The way that they they operate is completely different. Like you say, they are fearless, fearless. You know, and technically like, savvy. I mean, there's man. like kids that can do oh, things man. with with an iPhone, and I'm like, me how do you know how to do all of Almost that? Almost like they came out doing it. Yeah, I'm like, what <laughs> so. is going on? Like, we gotta ask William. Um, Anything technical that go on in the house, we hollering his name from from all the way downstairs. William, William! Right, right, right. Come help. Come help with the computer. Come help with this. Come help. Anything that has to do with something being plugged in, William is the one to call. Yeah, <laughs> and it's crazy. I, I just I usually just say here. Right. Um, here, could you, here, could you do, fix this for or do this or she's doing it do, uh, 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 yeah no. whatever that app thing is right now. right right <laughs> and then i'm telling because because i know when i first came i was lost i mean i was truly lost oh, man, and i'm and, still lost and it's she, yeah, michelle was standing behind me and said well okay baby just you know just take your time and you know and she knows my patience is real thin you know it's like well now, now hold on Did you just just push this button right here and it'll be all right what's going on wait a minute no but it wouldn't it would not work right. until she walked away right <laughs> you know what right. I mean while she was there it's like oh everything's all easy and right. nice you know what exactly. I mean as soon as she walks away I don't know what's happening in here she's like calm down I'll be in there in a minute so. yeah. oh yeah me I got computer horror stories too yeah. but you know I have uh, Shana she, she walks me through that stuff even though she looks at me like she could just stab me in the back of the neck 
you know. Why are you making it so difficult? Right, right. right. And that's like, because I don't know what I'm doing. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. I'm computer illiterate. Sorry. But the one thing that I have learned is trying to bang it don't make it work. Right. Yeah, banging it don't make <laughs> it work. Make it work. Yeah, so. You know, the old slap the TV on right. the side. There that you don't go. work. That don't work. Right, right, right. Oh, man. So it was definitely um, uh, a pleasure talking to you. You guys as well. I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of you know I'm kind of disappointed that I don't know you already. You know, what I mean, it's like you do on. know. Hey, that's because we're here today. There you go. So I'm like, wow, man. No, almost like where have you been? You know oh, what I mean? Okay. And so because I was um, getting ready to say, man, I feel like I've been knowing you for a long yeah. time. Yeah, you know, I just uh, I just really and, and for me, it's just uh, you know, Josh knows. You know, when when I get a five about people you know what i mean and, and i'm just man i'm just excited about you guys' company and trust and believe you know i will share the yasigara oh, uh, most brand everywhere yes. i go now and talk about hey you know they they taught me about the cigars and you know i need to give me a mellow one first and a shorter one right. and, you know what i mean so uh this was great i really appreciate oh, no uh, problem and, and you can always use our platform to to get the word out you know or, or the uh, the things that you're doing for your, your non-profit and that's one of the things that we do with this show and when we showcase individuals such as yourself uh, we also give you the opportunity to have that platform and let everybody know what's going on well, you and know, how they can get involved i really appreciate that because the concept of the growing indie group was mm. a concept that basically, like I said, uh, Collaborate 317, where we are simply an umbrella of a bunch of organizations that yeah. have come together to collaborate. Right. Yeah. And so I could have I could have filled this table with like seven or eight other mm-hmm. organizations mm-hmm. to talk mm-hmm. about the things that they're doing because we all we all stay in our lane. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and we can you know, bring them on the human door. There you go. We have, <laughs> we have people who uh, Julie Fiddler does a conflict medi- uh, mediation and resolution. We have um, Rhonda um, Battles uh, and Danita Smith Foster who do our mental health stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we have people who, uh, Anda Sissy does our employment. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris uh, Simmons does our um, education through Indie Reads. Uh, we just have so many uh, organizations, uh, Karen Sims, another a mental health worker. Uh, just There's just so many great people in our community, mm-hmm. man, that, that have yet to be uplifted the way that they deserve okay. because of the work that they're doing in our community. All right. So is, is there a particular project that you're working on right now that you want everybody to know about? Yes, there is. Um, what we're doing is we, we are um, beginning to look at families mm-hmm. as opposed to uh, just the individual young men. And so now what we're doing is we're focusing on the heads of household uh, with the uh, in the advent of COVID-19 of course a lot of people are unemployed and so what we're going to do is provide a $200 a week stipend mm. to each head of household we're going to pick out 10 families and um, um, we're going to be doing uh, MRT uh, which is more recognition therapy uh, there's a curriculum for uh, parenting and family values okay. and we take them through that it's a 12 week course we'll pay them for 12 weeks mm-hmm. uh, $200 a week and basically just have conversations of course with with the advent of covid now we're doing it through zoom and we're doing it through um uh, the duo on okay. the phone oh, yeah. right it's, right so on mondays we do that individual one-on-one on wednesdays homework is due and then on fridays we all get together and collectively talk on a zoom call and man i'm just telling you i'm just really so excited about uh the possibilities of basically 
uh, reuniting families mm-hmm. and building that family fabric uh, and that structure mm-hmm. uh, so that we can have people that can make uh, the right types of decisions for their right. families and okay. then collectively as a community and then collectively as a a, a, a city right. and a country and a you know what I mean so mm-hmm. we get back to the human race right. instead of really concentrating on the differences okay. and we start looking at all of the similarities and trying to make all of those work absolutely so I know you got a phone number you got contact that you can absolutely. let our listeners know uh, uh, area code 317 uh, is the Growing Indie Group's uh, number uh, call us at any time and you know we will uh, try to get you on track to, to see if you can have an app get you an application mm-hmm. uh, and if you have a you know someone that's head of household that you know of that's struggling or in need of help on Mondays uh, we go up to cafe load up the trucks they're passing out free food um, like I say there's just so many um, organizations that have partnered with us mm-hmm. so that um, we collectively uh, encase our families with love and right. caring and make sure that they get everything that they need okay shout out that phone number one more time for the people that weren't paying attention <laughs> for those how dare you <laughs> how dare you not pay attention uh, area code 317-992-8236 that's the growing indie group and we really would love to have you fantastic everybody and are you facebook friendly yes we instagram are. friendly yes we have a facebook um we're on facebook now instagram and all of that other stuff uh i'm just now getting uh people to teach me how to do that so that we can open up and get on those platforms but definitely um if you get in touch with us we'll figure out a way to aid and assist fantastic definitely. all right that sounds good well everybody um i want to thank um richard for being on the show, man, it was my pleasure. Thank Richard you for having Samuels. me. I really appreciate it. That man is doing things. And I want to thank his wife. Yes. For letting him be around this smoke. See, no. <laughs> see, see, Mr. Tate. <laughs> thank no. you. We appreciate you. No, because without that one, without I wouldn't be. Exactly. Well, that's there why I'm go. saying. She got it. There she gets, go. she gets I appreciate it. She gets I appreciate it. Go. Absolutely. Most and thank you, Josh. Always. We got to thank JB, hey. the producer. I'm, I'm not the JB. Producer. This is JB. I can't be JB. Oh, here. you can't. Okay. JB. We got two JBs. <laughs> and then we got Mark. Yep. In the house. Mark is over there. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm thinking got, of something to take home. Um. And, 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 and the rest of the uh, the members here at Cosmo Night that was uh, giving us the opportunity to, to use this venue. Um, for our podcast and uh, for any individual that wants to have a membership here at Cosmo Nice, you come on down here and you can talk with the guys and they can get you going. Um, we're thank de- you, Carl Drummer. Yeah, thank you, Carl. Um, I know that name. Yeah. Yeah. Carl Drummer. Mark. That's one of the most uh, valuable people He's here. He's one of the distinguished members. Yes. Okay. So if you, you want to come down, you can see Mark. If you're interested in the membership, you know, he could take care of you um, because this place needs to grow. It has a lot of history here. And um, without, you know, people coming forward and, and coming back to the place and, and new membership, we don't want to see this place go away. You know, so, this, so, so, can you um, talk about what is the cost of a membership, how long it lasts, and what it entails? Well, that will well, definitely be from the members. Okay. Right. You know, the, that's why you know I was uh, mentioning it for anybody who wants to become a member of Cosmo Nice to come down and talk with the guys. Gotcha. I'm sure they have you know all the documentations 
that you need mm-hmm. and, and the rules and regulations on, on what it takes to become a member. Right. And uh, whatever it is, it shouldn't matter. Just do it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Support. You're Support. You, I mean, it does company. not matter, you know? You are in good company. This is the best place to do your networking. Right. Absolutely. All right. So um, I think we got to wrap this up, right, Um, Mr. Producer? It's time. Is it time? All right. Once again, I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, Thank you again, uh, Mr. Richard. And. um, my beautiful wife over there. She just ordered a whole bunch of food. We That's getting ready. Not a whole bunch of food. See, I'm trying to work on my waiting. You really have to. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of food, and I just got a piece of fish, John. <laughs> All right, it's it's a piece, a huge one piece. <laughs> All right, everybody. This is gonna wrap up the segment of the Human Door. My name is JT. And um, I want to thank you guys for listening once again. Come back next Wednesday where we'll be here. Hopefully, if the uh, if the governor doesn't shut everybody down because of the COVID uptick, I hope that is not the case. Um, If not, we will be here once again with the producer, Mr. Josh Bach, JB. Yes. (laughs) In the world. (laughs) That is so cool. All right, everybody. It was my Great. pleasure uh, once again. Thanks for listening to the Humidor. Thank you. Powered Richard. by Yasagara. Thanks again, Richard. And uh, we're gonna put some smoke in the air. Peace out, everybody. Peace out.